Welcome to Discovering Communities Organization and the Mentors Program. Here you will find the mentors that can change your life, those with the wonderful wisdom that they have gathered through life and are here of service to you. Please do listen to their shows, read up all about them, and come and visit us at selfdiscoverymedia.com for all the other wonderful shows we have on inspiration. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Discovering Communities and our mentorship program. I'm introducing you today to our wonderful Gina Gardner from the UK and her wonderful Enlightened Leadership Program. I invite you to go back and listen to her show. Plus, she's done other shows on de-triggering stress, etc. But uh, today, it's all about her work and what she offers you, and she offers you a great deal. Gina has been paralyzed. She's found the strength and determination to come back from this. She had to learn to walk again. She's had many, many roller coasters in her life, but she didn't waste any single one of those moments. What she's done is put it all together in various work programs that will help you, that will enlighten your leadership so that you can go out there and achieve the things that you want to do that you didn't think you could do. So we're going to discuss today exactly what this program is all about and what Gina offers you. Welcome, Gina. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I'm really pleased to be here. Oh, it's wonderful to have you back. And as I said, I really do want people to go back and listen to your why, because most certainly there is so much that you have achieved and accomplished and overcome in life. And as I said, you do haven't wasted any, any of it, have it? You've put it all, poured it all into this program to help other people on their various obstacles in the world. Where would you like to start and what it is that uh, you do? I think before I start in terms of, of what I've um, put together, which is the culmination of 30 years work in terms of transforming leadership, is if you look at what's going on around the world at the moment, the quality of leadership at, um, at every level, political, but also in terms of organisations, there is something I believe which is significantly wrong. In the UK alone, £70 billion pounds is lost to the economy because of people who are taking time off because of stress, anxiety and depression. The cost to the economy, they believe, is twice that much for presenteeism, which is people who have gone to work and are there, but actually they're not operating mm -hmm. effectively because they are stressed, anxious, depressed. Now that's the fiscal cost. But just then translate that in the cost to them as an individual, to burnout, to sleepless nights, to their health, but also to family life, to society as a whole. And it's time that we need to do something very, very different. And so my background, I've got well over 30 years of developing leadership within my own organisation. And those who will have listened um, to the first show will know that I was a principal of a large school for over 20 years, and that my school was one of the, was cited as being one of the top 100 schools in the country, not once, but twice during my tenure. And that was a gift that came out of my disability. Mm -hmm. Because I couldn't physically get into the classrooms, I had to find a way of empowering people to take responsibility for themselves and a shared responsibility for, for the whole staff and for the children. And it was incredibly successful. 
Now, over the last, uh, I've been working for myself since 2004, I've become more and more aware of, of leaders who come um, because they're stressed or I'm working with them strategically, who are struggling to have any sort of work-life balance, who are going into burnout mm -hmm. um, because things aren't working for them. And at the same time, I'm working with people who are on the receiving end of leadership that is not going well. And they too are stressed because the quality of leadership is poor. And so what I've realized working with a number of companies um, that actually, if you have enlightened leadership, it requires a number of things to be in place. But the most important thing is you can't lead others with integrity, compassion, and courage if you're not leading yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's when you're under pressure that those core values, if you're not working in a way which is aligned with those, that that's when the bullish behavior, yes. uh, the bullying, you're under stress to succeed financially or to meet your targets, and that pressure gets pushed down the line nobody's got ownership of it everybody feels devalued and it's out of control so people are uh, incredibly stressed then um and it just doesn't need to be that way and there's and no production when you're stressed is there i mean there's no quality of anything you have you're not you're bringing your stress and anxiety to work uh, because oh gosh you know what, what's it going to be today you know, what deadline do I have today? What mood is the boss going to be in today? Right? Or I'm the boss, am I going, it's like yes. herd of cats. Mm -hmm. and bosses ended up, end up, I'll do it myself because then at least I know it's done properly. Right. Yes. Um, and then their wives or their husbands or their partners are saying, you're spending all your time working because even when you're home, you're working. Yes. They're yes. missing their children's um, childhood. And to what end? They're busy being busy, mm -hmm. but they're not being productive. Exactly, exactly. It's work smart, isn't it? You know, uh, it's not the length of hours, it's what you do in those hours. And of course, as a leader, you're an inspirer. You know, if people look well, up to you, you know, <laughs> well, that's kind of what leadership is, is it? To be an inspiration. That's what it's meant to be. It got lost yeah. in translation in certain places. <laughs> and, and, you know, to be a leader that, you know, basically you, you are drinking your own Kool-Aid. You know, you, whatever you're putting out is what you're living. You are the, the extension of yourself. And that in itself can be an inspiration. And it invites other people to kind of step up and want to be a part of it. But if you're coming at people so stressed, so anxious, you know, the deadline, and you're putting that pressure on everyone else, it's not a productive leadership. And as you said, burnout for everyone. How do they manage that time? How do they de-stress and put things into proper priorities and live up to that, that authenticity that they started with in the first place? Which is why I think it is so vital that the leadership um, program, developing leadership, starts with the leader. You know, if you can help people step in to be the best version of them, to be able to um, understand that being right mm -hmm. isn't always um, as important as being authentic, mm -hmm. and that if you are so worried about being right, you close the door to creativity very yeah. often. 
um, because the right has to be my version of right, not your version of right. And I think if we add into the mix, we live at a time when change has never been faster. Change is one of the constants in life, but it's one of the things that gives people high levels of stress because there's a level of uncertainty. That if you look at, I don't know about in Canada, but in the UK at the moment, many retailers, for example, are going to the wall. Why? Because they've not changed the way in which they operate, and yet they're operating in a new world. So because they don't change and adapt and anticipate, they end up going um, broke because they're trying to um, maintain a market um, share in a market that's not the same. No, yes. Now, if you're trying to do that by yourself as the leader, whether we were talking about a team, a department or a whole organization, you are losing out on the potential of your team, your department and your organization. Yes, of course, you've got to set out the vision. You've got to gain ownership of that. But at the same time, it makes sense to grow and nurture the potential of your people so that you are using your most expensive resource very often, which is your staff, mm-hmm. and you're using them well. And so what I realized as I, uh, working over the period of time that, that I have, that if you do a leadership um, program, which is looking at the convent- just the conventional leadership things, it's giving people strategies and principles, which is great. But the research shows that six months later, only between seven and 10% of what they've learned is still being used. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they've not changed. Right. right. So it's like putting a sticking plaster on a boil. Mm-hmm. If you are, have anger issues or if you, uh, if you are someone who um, it gets very frustrated or you don't do anything because it's a challenge and you avoid it and then don't say anything and don't say anything and don't say anything and then blow up. Right. Or you're not clear in terms of what you want from people. You think you are. Or you're a control freak and you want to micromanage everything. (laughs) Um, All of those things will come back and bite you on the bottom. Yeah. So it has to start with you. So for me, this program is about leadership for life. It's why it's an extended program. It's 10 months long. It's got lots of support with a leadership facilitator right the way through the program, group coaching, videos, PowerPoints, um, activities, core reading. So whatever your learning style is, whatever your situation Mm -hmm. is, that the the 10 months allows you to meet lots of different situations, to try things out, um, and to fundamentally look at you and your relationship with you, because every relationship is a reflection of the one you have with yourself. Mm -hmm. Look at your beliefs. Are they empowering you or they're keeping you limited? looking at your behaviors you know how do your behaviors match your core values because lots of organizations talk about integrity and Mm -hmm. transparency and great communication but the reality is very different right and so this is all about aligning it's about being authentic being genuine and then giving people not only the tools but the support and challenge to be able to embed those tools so they truly are how you are being as a leader, right. not something you're sticking on top. 
Right. And we know that um, there's a great deal of programming that has gone on, you know, from the second you're born and even, you know, through ancestral DNA, there is some programming in there and it's societal's expectations of you have to be uh, definition of success is. And we know, and I certainly know from, from doing all of these shows and interviewing wonderful people like you, uh, if we go by that definition of success, we will never be successful. And I think one of the things we have to come into contact with is what really is success to me? Yes. You know, is it, you know, being the top at all costs or is it having a team that every single person is thriving, that your clientele is thriving, that people are speaking about you because of the service of the program or whatever you're giving It's back to the picket fence in many ways, isn't it? And, you know, it's a surer, more sturdy way of expanding and then just reaching a peak, but being so wobbly because you've got no foundation, you're going to fall again. So the 10 months allows people, as you say, to, to, to find out which one fits them, which style fits them. But that repetitiveness and that support is something that starts shifting that old programming away. And the discovery, the self-discovery of themselves, A, issues that they need to take care of, but also capabilities that they probably never knew they had because of all these old program restrictions. So you're, they're discovering the leader within themselves, but it's that beautiful self-discovery of just how they've limited themselves through old programming and what lies before them in possibilities because they're willing to open up. You know, our whole world, each of us as an individual, and then collectively, if you're within a family or a team or a society, is governed by the, how expansive your thinking is. The quality of your thinking determines everything. And you can talk about you know, changing the quality of your thinking, the, the, the quality of your language, for example. Yes. But it takes time for that to become your default model. Right. They talk about you know, a new neural pathway, a new habit taking 28 days to be created within the brain. And that may be true. But in my experience, and I have significant experience mm -hmm. working with leaders in a whole, I mean, in a sense, the, the industry doesn't matter. You know, what yes. the widgets are, it's the, 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 it's the same process no matter what the industry. But the challenge is every time something comes up that shakes your belief, that challenges it, that neural pathway may be created, but it's a bit tenuous. Mm -hmm. And it's, got, it's a bit like steel. It's got to be tempered by the fire of experience. Right, right. And so the program is long enough and so there's enough support in there that when something happens, which is a real challenge, you can work it through in a safe space with people who understand and try out your new way of being, even in those challenging situations. So it's looking at your personal and your emotional and your spiritual development, which is a good half of the program, but also then superimposing, or it's more meshed than superimposing, mm -hmm meshing that into how you manage your particular situation um, at work. But this is leadership for life. Yes. It's not just about doing this for work. It, it works uh, throughout your life. Um, and I believe that we need there to be a paradigm shift in the way leadership oh. is looked at. 
Yes. If things are going to to move forward, we are we appear to be imploding, you know, as society that there are is so much unhappiness. There's so much stress. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. We're living our discontent, aren't we? Our discontent is leading us and and it just leads us into more angst and more frustration. Uh, Or as you say, you know, the the anger exploding somewhere along the line. Um, And as you said, it doesn't need to be that way. And the beauty of what you've been through in life, you know, as a principal, as a leader yourself with the leadership program is that, you're not introducing something that's a quick downloadable app, you know, and forgetting the people. You're literally helping them and nurturing them through the way because of the experiences that you have amalgamated through the years. And for me, the best teachers are those that have gone through the process. And you've been through so many processes and you've, and like what you said right at the top there, it's not one size fits all. People need to go through the program. Which way do they really resonate with it? Because that's how they're going to really hear. That's how it's really going to get instilled into them, which means that the participant needs to know that this isn't a quick download. It isn't a quick essay and you get a gold star. This is a process. And you've got to be willing to invest in yourself and take this journey. Give it the time. Give it the money. Give it the whole experience that you're going to go through the whole emotional experience you're going to go through because who you're going to be on the other side is who you've always meant to be there's a leader in you wanting to come out that can live from a place for authenticity and harmony because they have the skills on how to do it but you have to be willing to take the steps forward and really immerse yourself through it in order to come out the other side the way you truly hope to be this is also for people who are established leaders. Yes, of course. Who recognise that actually there needs to be a different way yeah. in order to enjoy what they're doing and to, to be... Um, and in, for them, it may not be about so much about succeeding in the general sense of succeeding, but this Adapting. is about understanding your purpose. You yeah. know, what is your why? Mm. You know, that's your definition of success why is that so important? Right, right. And does it make a positive difference? Because for me, all of this is about how do we make a positive difference in the world? And, you know, people talk about leaving a legacy. Mm -hmm. I believe that we have a living legacy. Every word we speak, the way in which we speak it, or whether we speak it at all, every act, every behavior leaves a legacy, not only for other people, but with ourselves, doesn't it? In terms the imprint of- within ourselves, our own DNA, yes. Um, really, when it comes down to it, isn't that, you know, at our, at our eulogy, oh, he was a rich person, you know, yes. successful. Um, it is a person that really contributed, yes. right? And a person that we're going to miss because we really like them. Yes. Right? And that's really, I think, where our legacy is. Is what we're doing making a difference? In the world, a positive difference, difference, a positive difference. And are we liked for who we are? Not for what our status is or what our bank account is, but who we are as people. You know, that genuinity, will we be missed for that? So I think, you know, a good question to ask ourselves is, what would you hope somebody would say at your funeral? 
You know, is it, oh, they were cold-hearted, rich, and they didn't care who they trod over to get wherever they were going? Or is this a person that gave back, that inside, you know, planted seeds and watered them for others, a person that really cared about people in the world and would be truly missed? Because really, ultimately, that's the greatest gift that you want to leave, isn't it? To know you've left a difference. It reminds me, um, I very sadly lost my younger brother. He suddenly dropped dead aged 49, and it was mm. the most dreadful shock to everyone but I believe in looking for the gift in everything and one of the gifts that came out of David's death was actually at his wake um, we'd had the funeral and um, there, there was no room in the church they were they were on you know, hundreds of them outside and people kept on coming up to me and saying you won't know this about David, but I was in, I had a difficulty and he helped me out. Or, you know, David never said anything to anybody, but when this happened, he was there for me. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't about necessarily doing or giving. It was about the, a way of being. Yes. The caring, and the being yeah. is the caring. Yeah. Noticing people. Yes. Saying to somebody, you okay? And yeah. taking an interest in them. And I think we've got such busy lives and particularly for leaders, they are incredibly stretched. And that, that human side, that recognizing that actually, you know, as you walk past saying to somebody, hello, oh, that was really great, well done. Or are you okay? You look a bit down today, are you right. okay? Taking that time to notice and to validate people is incredibly precious. Yes. People listening to this, if you are somebody who's an emerging leader and you want to be a great leader, whether your ambitions, I don't mean great necessarily that you're going to take over the world. Right. Who's going to really make a difference. Who's going to grow and nurture the people who are within your, uh, your environment, whether that's family or you run a, a girl guide or pack or that you run a social group or, you know, whatever uh, status the leadership is. This is true for leadership throughout society, not just for people who are leaders of big conglomerates. Right, exactly. It's a state of being. You know, that, that is the thing. It's a state of being of who we are. Um, we've done our show on, on de-triggering stress. And we've, um, we've really looked at it even in your why show of how we've got into this mess. And we've got in it through that expectation. As you mentioned, the world is expanding so fast. Technology is way ahead of us. And we're finding such a hard time to kind of keep up and keep current and and still stay authentic and one thing i've learned which i'm sure you have as well is that sometimes just take a step back and breathe breathe and allow and listen because somewhere in your group there is somebody there that's got an idea and it may sound silly but until you give them permission just let's put everything on the table and see what we've got unless you make them feel that whatever they're contributing is worthy you know that that it doesn't matter how big or small or how silly it sounds. You don't know where the answers lie. And if you're trying to be the answer all the time, you're missing out on all of those other pieces that are there just waiting, you know, to join the puzzle. And so I think the greatest leader are those that create other leaders. I think that's absolutely true. But I'd add another thing to that. How many people who are leaders, well, people, give themselves the quiet 
within yeah. their own lives to mm-hmm. listen to that inner voice yeah. because usually that inner voice is trying to tell you but if you're so busy being busy <laughs> you don't give it a chance do you <laughs> constant Um, static yes you know (laughs) and there are times that you know we've got a gut feel and we ignore it our peril and part of that is having that opportunity to take a step back and give ourselves some space get rid of the the mind chatter and give ourselves an opportunity to listen to that inner wisdom so for me this is the iron man or woman race Mm -hmm. you know go into something running a marathon or doing the iron person race i don't want to be gender specific (laughs) they actually they what they discover is much about themselves and how strong they are and it's not about how fast they run or how far they run but it's about the the exploration of themselves as a whole being and for me, this is what this program does. It's designed to give you the space with support to really, truly step into your magnificence, to be genuinely the most amazing person that you are when you give yourself that, that opportunity, right. that time. There is a show on TV called Survivor where people go to an island with a bunch of other people and you know they face challenges and it's of course who comes out as the winner you know gets the million bucks but everybody after the journey you know what did you get out of this I got so much more I learned so much about myself I didn't know I could do this I could do that and that's the beauty of when you're willing to go on that self-discovery because we are inclined to sell ourselves short because society keeps saying who do you think you are Um, and we are awesome that awesomeness is in there we are so capable we have so many aptitudes but we we don't tap into them Um, or we focus only on one or two and we don't allow the full picture to come forth so a program like yours over a 10-month period in various styles so it doesn't matter which way as you said you learn with the support and as you pointed out this isn't just business this the business is you you are the business, yeah. right? Yeah. You are the business. You stepping into your own beautiful leadership, your own self-discovery of who you are is what this business is about. You will be a better leader in every aspect, a better husband, a better wife, a better sibling, a better boss, a better everything in life. Because you've been true to who you are, you're learning the skills of how to manage you and how to, which foot to put forward when and when to step back and bow and delegate and you can't do that if you're not willing to go through the process. So how do people sign up for this? Just before that, can I also say yes. that the people who have been through this program with me, their businesses are more productive, mm-hmm. they're more profitable. Mm-hmm. You know, though you get actually what people want, say they want as a leadership program, they get all of those as well. Yes. Um, and it's not instead of, it, it, it yeah. comes with the whole package. So if you're interested and um, want to know more, then go to the website, https colon forward slash forward slash enlightenedleadership.co. That's enlightenedleadership.co. Um, and then you can book a call with me to see whether you're a good fit for us because it's just as important yes. that you're the right person for us as we are the right organization for you. The other thing to say, it's been accredited by um, the Chartered Institute of Professional Development, which is the biggest kite mark 
um, organization for professional development in the UK and we have accreditation from them which I'm very pleased um, mm -hmm. about. But if you go to, uh, if you're in LinkedIn, there's an enlightened leadership group um, which come through uh, Gina Gardner Associates and you'll find the Enlightened Leadership Group. Just look for my name. Mm -hmm. um, you can find me on Facebook um, through Genuinely You um, or through the general website, which is genuinely-you.com. But if you want to just go and look at the leadership stuff, enlightenedleadership.co. And of course, you're online. It doesn't matter where people are. It's no, not... as long as you speak English, that's yes. got to be, at the moment, that's the basis. If you speak English, wherever you are in the world, it's not an issue. Right, exactly. And, you know, a lot of people may go, well, you know, it's online. Am I getting the same, you know, um, what I would if I was actually there? Yes, you are. I mean, look how we're communicating right now. We're facing each other. We're, we're you know opening up and so it doesn't matter where you are in the world um but as you said english is is the core that you ha are offering at the moment i think another thing that people are always scared to do they'll go and invest in all sorts of other things but they forget about the investment in self Absolutely. and this is an investment that you need to do for you first and foremost this is for you and what comes out of it will be your profit right? What comes out of it, who you become, how you bring that into your world, your business world, your everyday life, your relationships is where you will profit. So as you would to anybody else say, go and invest in yourself, please give yourself the same advice and take the time, put in the work, go through the process, be open because it doesn't matter if they're going through something difficult, they can reach out and it doesn't matter how silly it is, right? If they've got themselves Absolutely. into a knot, you can help them unravel. Which is why there is so much support throughout the program. It's designed to give the very support that they need. Okay, folks, so please, uh, I invite you please to, to go back and listen to Gina's Why and all the other shows that she's done with us. And there'll be plenty more coming down the road in the future. And so much wisdom here so much knowledge that she's accumulated through her life that she's put together in this program i will also invite you to go and look at all her many many books and she has stacks of books there too um that just you know wonderful reading wonderful lessons to be learned remember it's the investment into self giving yourself the time to learn to change the willingness the free will and genius here for you and what better than to have somebody that's gone through it all and devise these programs because of what she's gone through and knows what works. And um, please take the time to do this for yourself because everybody around you will benefit considerably. Thank you so much, Gina. This is a wonderful way to start off 2020. And uh, I hope people really do kind of step up and contact you and let, you know, just, yeah, this is time. This is my year. I'm going to invest in me. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's lovely to speak with you again. Okay. And for anybody who's listening, love to hear from you. Um, go and, and create a, an opportunity to have a conversation yes. and to see if it's for you. Right. Exactly. Because the synergies must be on both sides in order for it to really be productive. And, and just reach out, have a conversation. I know she's going to push a few knobs there and you're going to go, ha ha, I need Gina. <laughs> okay. okay but Thank you very much, folks, and you'll find other beautiful mentors in our mentor, uh, Discovering Mentors program here on Discovering Communities. Bye for now. 
We thank you for listening. Please do visit discoveringcommunities.org to find out more about your mentors and other things that we have an offer for you. And you can listen to all our wonderful shows on selfdiscoverymead.com. Thank you.